Hi, I'm Tori, and this is Meet Me on Your Mat, the space to get and stay inspired to keep up a lifelong yoga practice. Today, we are talking with my friend, Jan. Get ready to want to practice today after this conversation. It's a good one. But before we dig in with today's conversation, I wanted to tell you all about my latest online workshop, Define Your Line, Strength Training and Foundations for Inversions. If you are working to get upside down in headstand, forearm balance, or handstand away from the wall, you are not going to want to miss this one. The workshop is on Saturday, April 24th at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Come join me for this live stream event. And as with all of my workshops, you will have six months to access the recording of this class to take again and again as you work to build these postures. I will leave a link in the show notes where you can learn more and grab your spot for class. Now, get set for this week's super fun and inspiring conversation with Jan. Let's get started. Well, welcome, Jan. I'm so excited that you're here and you're going to talk to us about your yoga journey and um, how yoga has affected your life. But first, I wanted you to introduce yourself. Well, my name is Jan. Um, I have been doing yoga since 2008. Uh, I started at a Bikram studio, fell in love with it completely. My daughters introduced me to it. um, And they had been going to a studio near where they lived. And I'm like, ooh, sweating and yoga? That sounds fantastic. <laughs> so I, I, a new studio had opened up near where I work. I'm like, I'm going. And one class and I was done. I, I, I loved it. Um, I'd had some knee issues. So I went to the studio for about six months and then um, quit because my knee was hurting. I had an old uh, injury from college days that was plaguing me and... Um, I thought, oh, the yoga is not good. And then about six months later, I'm like, I want to try it again. And so I went back and I have not stopped since. <laughs> um, it's been it's been very therapeutic for me. Uh, I used to be a runner. I used to run marathons. Um, and my old college knee injury finally kicked into gear. And I had to quit running in, in about 2011. And that broke my heart. But I was happy because I had the yoga. And then in... 2015, I had to have a knee replacement, and I thought, I tried like crazy to find someone else who had had a knee replacement and was still doing yoga, and I couldn't find anybody, and I thought, that's kind of weird, but I thought, well, I'm just going to do the best I can, and so my therapy required me to stay away from the studio for three months, and I did, Uh, and I came back, and it was was dicey, and... um, it took me about a year before I feel feel like I was starting to make some progress. Mm-hmm. And then um, by a year from the date of the surgery, I felt like I was just doing great and have been making some really big progress with my yoga. My knee lets me do things that I never could do before. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really grateful to have to have the yoga in my life. Um, so that's my yoga story. As far as um, my life, um, I retired in 2018 as executive director of a local nonprofit organization. Okay. I had been there for 17 years and had absolutely loved it, but it was time for me to move on. And uh, I was of the right age, so I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. And 
I knew I would be super bored if I had nothing else to do with my life besides hang around. So I started a small bookkeeping business and um, that's been working out great. I absolutely love it. I have about seven clients. Most of them are virtual. Some I've never even met in person at all, which is kind of cool. Wow. And then, um, and I get to create my own schedule, which Mm -hmm. is really amazing because uh, I want to have time for yoga. I want to have time to take walks because my knee, my knee lets me walk. I can walk, you know, five miles with no problem. And my, my knee replacement is really strong. Awesome. Uh, and I have two young grandsons, uh, Sydney, who is six and Oliver, who is three and a half. And I love to spend time with them. And my schedule lets me do that too. Awesome. Awesome. But that, gosh, that was a mouthful, Jan. We covered what? like the whole thing. <laughs> Um, tell me a little bit about your college injury. What happened in college that kind of tweaked out your knee? I was playing football. You were playing football? I was playing football. Yeah. Our dorm had a flag football team. I had no idea how to play and I collided with somebody and went down and something happened to my knee and I had it, uh, drained a couple of times, had to be cast on my leg, finally had to have meniscus surgery. And that held me off really well for quite some time. Um, After college, I taught kind of a, you know, the Jane Fonda style of aerobics. Yeah. High impact aerobics. Uh, So in my first job as uh, director of a YMCA, I taught a bunch of classes like that. And, um, you know, every once in a while, I would have some knee instability and it would go out and I'd suffer for a bit. And, uh, and then once I hit 30, I never had any problems with the knee at all huh. until I hit about 50. And then it started telling you and causing me some issues. <laughs> started telling you some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it's kind of funny because like I, I used to lifeguard and, you know, I'd, I'd be lifeguarding and somebody say, oh, what'd you do in your knee? And I said, oh, I have a football injury. And they would yeah. look at me and I'm like, you're five feet tall. You're nothing. You know, like, <laughs> you were playing football. What's going on? So it's, it was kind of a conversation starter. It totally is. That shocked me. I thought you were going to say something like track or <laughs> you you fell on a hurdle or something like that. I have no idea. <laughs> Football. Football. And so all through your running, did you, and I assume you ran in your 30s then? I really got into it more in my 40s. Okay. And the yeah. knee didn't tell you anything, huh? Not really. Okay. You know, every once in a while I'd be a little sore, but I could, you know, I ran marathons. I, I trained for and ran four marathons, Wow. did half marathons, did five Ks. Uh, I would meet a group of friends every morning. We called ourselves the marathon moms awesome. and uh, we would meet every morning and um, solve all the problems of the world and raise our <laughs> children together. And we would typically run three to five miles every day. And it was great. And awesome. I'm really sad that I can't run anymore because I miss that. I always felt really liberated when I was running. Yeah. And now I can't, I don't have that, but I have other things. Yeah. And so the yoga, did it become a replacement for um, the way you felt about your running? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, it, it's been the hardest workout I've ever done in my life. You yeah. know, for people who think yoga is just stretching. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it's it, it's a very challenging workout, and I like it for a variety of reasons because um, I'm older, and I don't want to be one of those really old ladies who has no balance, 
who has a lot of instability issues and strength issues. And especially this last year with our remote Zoom classes where we're adding all sorts of types of yoga postures. Sure. Um, my strength has increased exponentially and my flexibility, which is all going to help me when I continue to age. Absolutely. I mean, it, de- it definitely is that fountain of youth for sure, you know, um, and you have gotten so strong <laughs> last year. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing things I never thought I could do, never even dreamed of doing, never even heard of before. And, I, and that's empowering too, you know, like the liberation I would feel from running would be fantastic. But the high I get from yoga of like, oh, I floated in that posture today. Yeah. That's pretty cool too. So in, in some ways, it gives me a bigger sense of pride because I know I really had to work to do that. Running, I just ran. We were never fast. We <laughs> never competed for first place or anything like that. Sure. But in, 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 in yoga, I, I don't think I'll ever be one of those people who goes to compete. But in my head, I'm competing with myself by increasing my strength and flexibility. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think that, um, I really think that that's what yoga does, right? Is it kind of burns off who you were yesterday so you can be who you were supposed to be today? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I think so. It's that kind of feeling of, you know, I'm I'm, going to get a little bit better today. And it's that reverse of what we've been told since we were a kid, that like things have to get worse as we age. You know, it's like, I, I feel like we prove over and over again, that's so not the case, you know, when you have an everyday yoga practice. Right. I am so much stronger now than I was 10 years ago. It's not even funny. Yeah. I feel yeah. the same way. Who would, who would think that you would build strength from yoga? Well, you do. Oh my gosh. So much strength. <laughs> so much strength in yoga for sure. So um, take me back. Let's go all the way back to your first class. And I know you said that you had a little bit of a break and you came back to it. But that first class, what were your impressions? I just, I just came out of there like, this is pretty cool. I really love the sweating. You know, because we, you know, yeah. I was in a, a hot yeah. studio. And I really loved that sweating. And um, I liked the repetition. I liked knowing what was going to come next. So at that stage of my life, that was really important to me. Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, don't you get bored? No, because every day is different. Your body is different every day. So you never know what you can or can't do. Absolutely. On any given day. So, um, and, and I had a really great teacher that first class and studio was great. Some of my best friends are yogis yeah. that I would never have met if I hadn't gone to the studio. So I'm grateful that, for that. And now with our Zoom classes, I've got even more friends that I would never have known Yeah, from out of state even, I which know. is very cool. It is super cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been so interesting in a time of disconnection where people feel so you know, isolated and like they're not meeting new people that we've been the opposite uh, through these classes. So when we were at the studio, there was, there were a handful of, of uh, ladies that I was friendly with and, you know, we, you know, we did sports club together and, you know, we would chit chat in the yeah. changing room and everything, but I'm closer with them now than I ever was through zoom, yeah. which is so weird. <laughs> it I, is. I, how does that even happen? You know, uh, um, you know, it was, uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, I it, we're I think we're very lucky and very blessed in how this um, how this all came about. Um, so 
yeah, I don't analyze it too much. <laughs> yeah, we're really lucky to develop this this community in this yeah. time of isolation. Absolutely. Been, been fantastic. And the other thing I like about the Zoom classes is like, I know every morning I got nine o'clock, I got yoga, that's it. Yeah. Start my day with that. And I'm fortunate that I have flexibility with my work. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only time I really miss classes is if I travel. Sure. And even if I travel, sometimes I can remote in. Yeah, and you do. Uh, for a live class. Or I, or I have the option of taking the class and recording, which is really cool, too. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a nice option. It just makes it... Um so much more accessible, you know, than it was in the past. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun to, to see it evolve and change and, and, and it will continue to grow, you know, in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it definitely is different than when we started, <laughs> you know, there's so much more going on in it. Um, that first class though, you know, the other thing I, I, I think I got out of it was, um, discipline. Yeah. And I had never really done anything that required discipline like that before. And my daughters had all been gymnasts and dancers, and they had g- discipline like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd never done anything that required that. And it's so funny because, you know, they took a few classes and were done. <laughs> and they started me, and I'm still here. I, I don't know. I, I can't do the math. How many years later? A bookkeeper who can't do the math. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought we had it. Like it was, aren't you? You're in over a decade, aren't you? 2008, whatever that is. Oh, yeah. So you're in your 13th year of practice. Yeah. 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 I was like, we've done this math before, Jan. I know. I used to count the number of classes I took. I made a big deal when I hit my thousandth class. That was really fun. And, yeah. Well, it is. Those milestones are a big deal. Uh, not many people stay with something for so long, especially... Um, when it comes to um, their workout, and I'm saying that with air quotes, <laughs> and their workout, because I don't think of yoga. I mean, it is a great workout, but it's so much more than that. Um, but yeah, I think there's such variety out there right now. I mean, you can take so many things. So uh, I think it's an interesting thought of, well, I'm going to do this, you know, and this is why I do it, you know. That kind of thing. So that being said, why do you keep showing up? Why are you still here 13 years later? Best workout I've ever had. Yep. Requires strength and flexibility. Um, I feel good about myself. I feel like I'm not stagnant. Uh, I appreciate the yoga community. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, 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 I like the discipline. I like the regimen. Um, the classes we're doing now mm-hmm. are never the same, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great too. Um, we always have a lot of um, variety, but yet the basis is all still the basis. Yeah, and so we have something we can build on. Where, where back in the day when I was counting up to my thousandth class, that was my challenge. Yes. Now my challenge is to kick up into a pinch up, you know? Yeah. One day I will do that. I promise I will do that one day. Promise oh, you will. You will. You will. But, you know, I never thought I would do crow, and I can do that for very consistently yeah. now. So my challenge used to be in numbers of classes, and now my challenges are on acquiring skills and yeah. strength. You're an asana collector. <laughs> collecting postures um for sure and i think that um i 
more and more I think that's the natural evolution of um, a lifetime yoga practice is it's like first it's just about getting there, doing it, being on your mat daily. And then it becomes like, well, that looks really cool. I wonder if I can do that too. You know, um, you start kind of collecting asana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, does my body do that? Or how do I build that? How do I start that? Um, and uh, I, I think it's interesting uh, always to watch you guys go through that process of um, coming from a ground zero and like, how do I use my hands to floating to, you know, going upside down. It's wild. It's a real wild ride for your teacher too, to watch it. <laughs> um, now we talked about uh, your knee uh, a little bit. So your knee started acting up and then you had to take the break from the studio. Uh, but since your knee surgery, uh, what kind of specific improvements have you seen in your knee? After a knee replacement, one of the things that they do is they measure um, your extension mm-hmm. by certain degrees. You know, how straight can you get your leg? Mm-hmm. And then they measure how much you can bend it. And um, I, I can straighten my leg completely now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can bend it much further than I could before my surgery. Um, I am sure I am bending it more than what they would expect for someone who doesn't do yoga. Yeah. Um, like I can almost sit all the way back on my heel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no way. After after my surgery, I was sitting up on a, a tall block. Yeah. And that was even painful. And now to be able to get my hips all the way down to my heel sometimes yeah. is huge. That is huge. And especially because I couldn't do it before. So I'm doing more now than I could before. And I think that's the other thing that was interesting for me is um, I think my therapy went much better because I was an active yogi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember we, I had to take a class with other um, joint replacement people. And, and I was older. Um, I was 60-ish or something. And I looked around the room, and everybody was much older. Everybody was much heavier, much more out of shape. And I looked at the room, and I do I even belong here? No. <laughs> but I think, well, but I think the fact that I knew that my knee was preventing me from living my life, I didn't wait too long. Yeah. A lot of people wait too long before they have procedures done. Mm-hmm. And then they suffer because it's never going to be as good as it was. You've got to be strong before you have that stuff done. Absolutely. And um, I think that because I was in pretty good shape before my surgery, my... Um, my uh, recovery went so much better than what a normal person would have gone through, somebody who doesn't have a regular yoga practice. So I was pretty excited about that. And another funny story is I'd had some low back issues. I don't even know when. Not Nothing significant. I had to do a little bit of physical therapy. But I remember seeing the orthopedist for the first time. He goes, okay, let me see if, how, if you can touch the, touch the floor. I'm like, boom. Yeah. And he's like, wait, what? You've got back problems? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, and then he looked at my chair and he goes, oh, well, you do yoga. You know, so, but yeah, well, yes, I can touch my hands to the floor, you know. So I, I just think it's got so many benefits beyond doing cool postures. Yeah. And I would encourage, and it's, I can't remember the exact yogi speak phrase, but you know, it's never too late. You're never too old. You're never too sick or whatever 
to start to start from scratch all over again. Yeah. And that is so true. Yeah, um, that's Bikram said that Bikram okay. Chowdhury. Yeah. 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 I and I don't remember how it exactly goes, but I always used to love when the teachers would say that because it's true. And we all approach our yoga practice from different stages and phases in our lives. A lot of the girls in our classes are, you know, 30, 40 years old, you know, mm-hmm. significantly younger than me. Um, and I love to watch the cool things that they can do. And I aspire to do some of those things. And I will be able to do some of those things someday. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit longer, but I'll get there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, you're definitely going to get there. <laughs> you have, like, the fiercest uh, dolphin at the wall I've ever seen. <laughs> I did that one well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I know, and like your kickups into Pincha into the wall, it's like you're so close. It really is a nail biter. Like last time you were, you decided like, yeah, I'm gonna try and kick up. It was like, oh my gosh, you're so close. It's it, it, and I know that's gonna happen in the next couple of weeks. I should go look at that video. You should. I, I don't. I don't know how close I am. You should. It's it's pretty amazing and awesome. Uh, it really is uh, to to see that and to also see how you know uh, developed your your muscles and your shoulders have become from doing right. that uh, work yeah. every day. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, I, I I remember I took some yoga pictures last year for my birthday and posted them online, and uh, my daughter went triceps you know and like who, who would think that you could get developed tri- you know defined triceps from doing yoga yeah oh you know, god you don't have to go to the gym and be a bodybuilder <laughs> to do that but i looked back at that picture and you could definitely see that line in my triceps yeah when my arm was extended so i'm like well that's pretty cool yeah that is cool it's awesome now um do you have a posture that you want i mean we kind of hit on this but what are some of the postures that you just were like, we're never, I'm never going to be able to do this. And now you've proven yourself wrong. Wheel. Uh, say it again. Wheel. Wheel. Yeah. Doing wheel posture. Yeah. Um, that's, that one's still a little bit of a challenge for me. Um, I'm, you know, I said something the other day, which was kind of inaccurate. I, like when I was trying to do the kick up in the pinch, I said, I'm afraid. Yeah. Not really afraid. I'm, lacking a little bit of confidence oh I like that <laughs> and, I, and I thought after class I'm like no I'm not afraid to do it I I I should be able to do this I'm not confident that I can so when we're doing wheel and you ask us to walk our hands in or walk our feet in I'm not confident yet that I've got that strength okay you know so building a little more confidence to get a better wheel would be really great yeah but I never thought I could do wheel didn't think I'd do crow Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one? Oh, firefly. Oh yeah. That's starting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now that one, um, I do have some issues with my surgical leg when I extend it out and point my toe. Okay. My, my kneecap has a little funky thing that goes on. Okay. It's, it, it feels like it dislocates. It like it, it kind of like flops over the top of the knee joint. Uh-huh. Kind of hard to describe. Yeah. Kind of like a, like if, if you put a rubber band on your finger and it was rolling over your knuckle. Yeah. Kind of feels like that. Doesn't hurt, but it's kind of freaky feeling. Um, it used to do it a lot more. Okay. This last year, it has become less and less. Awesome. So when I'm in that firefly posture and I extend my legs out and need to point my toes and straighten my legs, my I'm afraid to... I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> I think that if I do that with my surgical leg, 
that kneecap is going to do its funky thing, and I don't like to feel that. Even though it doesn't hurt, I don't yeah. like to feel it. Well, it doesn't sound like it's right. And so you're you're doing exactly what you should be doing as a yoga practitioner is not pushing it, you know. So. Right. Right. And, 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 and in practicing the posture each time and trying to straighten it a little bit more each time, I'm developing the muscles that I need in order to create that extension. Absolutely. So maybe that'll happen, you know, but, um, but I never thought I'd be able to get my booty off the floor and get my feet off the floor <laughs> at the same time. And I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Long, but, but I can. And so I know that that one's going to be building too. Absolutely. How fun. How fun. Yeah. I mean, your back bends are so awesome. And now with all the strength you've built, of course you can come into wheel now, you know, because uh, you you really understand how to bend your spine. It's like today, as we're doing all that thoracic work, it's so pretty to watch. It's just right on target. I felt that. You said like at the base of your ribs. Yeah. And I like, that's exactly where I feel this. So I knew I was doing it right. It was so pretty. Yeah, it was just like, it was exactly where we should be um, working is through that thoracic. So it was, yeah. uh, you, it's, you've always known your spine, but you have just such an intelligence with your spine that whenever I throw some a new thought at you, it's like you, boom, when it comes to spine. So of course, as you've gained this intelligence through your hands and your arms, the wheel is just going to get better and better and better. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that reminds me of something else I wanted to talk about is I, I do have osteoporosis, uh, both mm-hmm. in my spine and in my uh, hips. And, um, you know, I, I have a little bit of concern, like I don't know that I'm going to do headstands. Yeah. Because I, I, just, I just don't want to risk anything as I get older. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that by keeping my muscles strong around my spine and around my hips. Yep. Um, they're going to su- continue to support me, even though maybe the bones aren't going to support me as well. Yeah. And so, and, and again, like the whole balance issue, you know, you, you hear about, you know, like, you know, 85 year old people falling down and breaking their hip yeah. because they lost their balance. Well, if I continue to do yoga, I'm going to be continuing to keep my balance. Absolutely. And I'll be, be less likely to have some of those issues going forward. But I think it's important for people to know that you can continue to do yoga even if you have something like that. And oh, you can gosh, maybe yeah. get stronger and support that condition. You know. And I would encourage everybody to, to start, again, no matter how old you are. I was 52 or 53 when I started. Yeah. And like, you know, people, I wish I wish I had done it earlier. Really I, gosh, I started when I was 28. I feel the same way. Like, why was I not doing this when I was 15? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, for sure. I don't think people should be afraid of it. You just have to try. You don't, you don't have to be extremely flexible to do yoga because you'll build that. Yeah. You don't have to be strong to do it because you'll build that. The things you need are what you're going to get out of your practice. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. If you could tell, um, and I ask this of everyone, uh, and you've been such a good advocate about this already, but if you could tell someone who has yet to start a practice um, or who has not practiced in a long time one thing, what would you tell them? I think they need to give it time because they're not going to see changes overnight. 
one class isn't going to tell you whether or not you should keep doing it or not. Yeah. Um, I, I think the benefits of a regular practice are, you can't even count them. You know, it's, it, there's just, just, there's so many benefits of doing it regularly and, uh, doing it hit or miss is better than not doing it at all. But participating on a regular basis is where you're going to see the most growth and development. And if you think that you're going to take yoga for a week or a month and see fantastic changes, no, you'll see some, but you're not going to see, see the kind of changes you want to see unless you have a regular practice. So be patient with it. Yeah, I, that's awesome advice, Jan. It's, and it's so true. It's so true, you know, um, that it just doesn't come all at once. Uh, and I see that sometimes, like someone will show up for class and they, uh, it's, gosh, that was a tough class. It's too tough for me. And I'm like, no, but that's where the change is. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't want, you know, this very easy class um, and you're not be able to do everything, but and that's okay. Um, no one walks onto their mat and is like a professional, you know, even, even, you know, I've been practicing almost 15 years and there's still stuff that, you know, I'm working on, you know, and I'll probably work on for the rest of my life. And that's okay. I think that's more exciting than boring, you know, you know. And again, if you remember when we were doing sports club about a year and a half ago, and for people who don't know what sports club is, we would meet once a month on a Saturday for a couple hours and try new postures and stuff. Yep. And you had us do dolphin, which shouldn't seem like it's that hard of a posture. You balance on your elbows and your feet and stick your booty up in the air. And it's kind of like down dog. Everybody would know down dog. But um, I'm like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even hold it for like two breaths. You know, like it was so hard for me to do. And now that we do dolphin regularly, yeah, I could do it all the time. But trying it once wasn't enough to really understand that. Not for me. And uh, yeah, sure. So it's an example of, of practicing regularly. Um, you know, we tried crow once, no way. But now we practice, I practice it yeah. almost daily for six months and I can do it now. So sure. Um, well, you're always going to rise up to the level that you, that you're taking, right? So if you're, you know, uh, you know, if you only get to do an advanced posture once a week or, once a month, that's not the same as try, trying to do it in every class, for sure, you know? Um, and I shouldn't say trying, of doing it in every class, because we don't use the word try. <laughs> you are doing yoga. Even if all you got your hands to the floor and you tried to get one leg to the arm for crow, you did crow that day. That is my theory. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, if you're, if you're only working at one level, then, um, and, you know, I think it's interesting, you know, you can come at your practice through one door, you can come in, then you find out that there's a back door in the room, you can find out that there's all these windows that open up to your practice, and you can come at your practice from several different angles, and keep it fresh, you know, and it's, yeah. all, and it's all good, you know, it's all good. It's great in our, in our Zoom classes to see the different skill sets that the other people are developing, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, sometimes if I, if it's a posture that I feel ex- extremely challenging, I'll try, I, I will do the posture to the mm-hmm. best of my ability a couple of times. Uh-huh. And then I like to just sit and see what the other group, the other people are doing. 
you know, yeah. to, to watch them. It's, it's motivating for me to have to watch these people have their successes. Absolutely. And it's not intimidating to me at all. You know, I'm happy for them that they are achieving postures that maybe are months or years away for me. Yeah. Oh, well, it's inspiring, right? Um, and you always know we're all made of the same stuff. So if you see someone else doing it, it's it's around the corner for you, especially if you're in the same class as them. It's, you know, it, it's like a, I always find that interesting. It's like a, a posture. When a posture hits for someone, it's almost like a virus because it's like everybody else lights up and thinks, oh, wait a second. You know, yeah. I've watched this person or I've practiced with this person for months now and they just hit it. So of course I can. And then it's like all of a sudden everybody starts catching up and it's, uh, it's, that is when it's really fun. You know, it's yeah. like, wow, you know, uh, and that happened with headstand in our group. It was like all of a sudden everybody started hitting headstand at one point. <laughs> it was just because I, one did person... do, I did do one once. I know I, I can do it. I just don't, I, I, I'm uncomfortable with the pressure on my neck. I totally and... understand that. Yeah, and you know, at at my age, I feel and I and I hate to use that, but I one of the per- reasons I wanted to do this podcast is I want people to know you don't have to be uh, a super model in shape thirty year old to do <laughs> yoga. You can be a grandma and do yoga. Yeah, but for this, for this grandma, um, headstand is not something I, I aspire to do anymore. I did it once. I know I could do it if I wanted to, sure. but um, I didn't. I did. I was uncomfortable with the pressure on my neck and. You know, maybe maybe now that I'm stronger with my upper body, yeah, because it was about a year ago. Yep. So maybe if I'm stronger with my upper body, I could try it, and it might not be so. Yeah, or when we're in the same room, and I can give you a spot and give you some support physically as yeah. well. Um, you know, when some of this stuff clears up, then that will also, right. yeah, right, right? Yeah. that would also. I'm not opposed to trying again, but um, I think that it, you know, it, it's it's important to. Take a look at the postures and do them to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And you're very good about giving us adaptations. Absolutely. There's so always work to be done. If there's something that's like <laughs> going to be tough for my knee, you're always very good about letting me know that maybe I should try it this way. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, we had someone else who had a shoulder injury earlier this year. And so you're really good about helping her. And, um, you know, it's, it's good to know that there are adaptations you can do that will allow you to continue to have a yoga practice to the best of your ability. Oh gosh, yes. It's like if you don't want to do a headstand, then we go do dolphin at the wall so we can build strength. You know, so because I, I also don't like bored yogis. <laughs> you know, like, I, and we said, yes, it's nice to stop and watch other people get into a posture, or whatever. But at the same time, you want to sit there for 10 minutes, you know, if we're working uh-huh. through some headstands that, you know, no one wants a class like that. And so there's always something else that we can do, you know, there's, uh, that would benefit you in some way. And, uh, we should be open to that, you know, uh, instead of, you know, being like, well, this is where I, this is where I chill out because we're doing yeah. headstands. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why my dolphin at the wall is so good. It's amazing. It's like the yeah, best yeah. dolphin at the wall ever. And you're I, like, but I practice it more than everybody else too. Well, the the thing is, is like, that's how I know you're going to do Pincha really soon. <laughs> it's because it's just like, it's so solid and you get one leg up and you do all these uh, uh, modifications of that as well. That it's, uh, and variations of that as well, I should say, uh, that uh, are just inspiring to watch. And I just know that you're building something pretty cool while you're doing right. that. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I I don't I don't sit around for ten minutes watching people. Oh, and gosh, I, no. I um give it my three. You know, we do three tries or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And uh, when I'm done, I'm done. And then I'll, and the others are still working. I'll watch for a, you know a minute or two, yeah. and then I'll go back and keep you know doing my version of it, whatever if I have to. Yeah. No, it's fun. I mean, it's fun, and it's fun to like you said, it's fun to see other people's progress as well. Yeah. All right. So I have a quick lightning round where it's just one word answers, but I'm also not sticking too hard and heavy to that rule. So if you want to, you want to say more, you can. <laughs> All right. All right. So least favorite posture. Oh, uh, crescent lunges. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's going to say that. So lunge warrior, crescent <laughs> lunge. <laughs> I know, but they do so much for you. But I get it. They do, and I'm getting stronger, Adam. But, oh, I'm like, especially first thing. Yeah. When, when we have to do them, like, after our breathing, and we go into those first thing, I'm like, um, I'm not ready for this. In the Hatha Yoga classes for the Salute to the Gods and Goddesses. Yeah, yeah, and it's that's brutal. I know, <laughs> but then it's done for that class. Then you don't have to go back into those lunges. <laughs> right. So that one's like, and we're done. Uh, all right, favorite posture of the moment. I'm a fan of standing bow. Okay, I, I like that one. Um, there's always something to keep working on. Yeah, and uh, um, I'm better at it when I am standing on my non-surgical leg. Okay. So my goal is to get as to do it as well on when I'm balancing on my surgical leg. Okay. As the other one. Ooh, I'm finding out new goals too. That's always great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What book are you reading right now? Okay. Oh, yeah, you can heal your life. Oh. Good. How do you like it so what far? I, what am I reading? How do you like it so far? It's good. It's yeah. good. I, I just I just got it just and uh, just started reading it. So it's awesome. It's, it's, a, it's a new venture for me. Yeah, no, Louise Hay is awesome. Uh so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what you think. Um and I'll put that in the show notes, guys, if you're looking to check that out. Uh most memorable correction or adjustment that you've had in your thirteen years of practice. A light bulb moment. A light bulb moment? Yeah, that, that's what you're looking for, the light bulb moment. Or like, it could just moment. be like, relax your face. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like this earth-shattering thing. Just something you remember that you're like, well, that changes everything. There have been so many. I can't come up with just one. Okay. I really can't. Maybe in the last year, anything? Well, there was one. Oh, um, when, we, when we do um, sleeping cow face. And I was, I had my feet out oh, yeah. the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> you had your feet all the way out. Uh, Gamukasana, uh, forward fold. So we're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, it oh, didn't no, click. Really? They go back? It didn't click and I never caught it. And I don't know why either. Cause then once you did it right, it was like, oh. <laughs> like, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, how funny. I love that. Um, and so much more benefit. You're like, what's the big deal about this posture? <laughs> Uh, all right if you could get one person on their mat that is currently not practicing who would it be a few people uh i would like all my daughters yeah to come on their mat and uh a sister-in-law okay we're just calling people out now (laughs) 
name names. <laughs> oh, how funny. Um, yeah. 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 All right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then what's your pastor goal of the moment? I know we talked about a few of them, but what is one that you're really working for? Pincha. Pincha. Yeah, Pincha would be would be that. Um, and uh, probably a better wheel. A better wheel? Okay. A better wheel, yeah. I like your yeah. wheel. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to do it pretty like Amy does with her leg up in the air. Oh, like a one-legged <laughs> wheel? <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll get nice you there. It would be nice to do that because it looks so pretty. But I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. That's right around the corner for you because you're already in wheel. It's just finding that strength and um, those points of pressure uh, so that you can lift up and continue to rotate. So I know that's right around the corner for you. Well, is there anything else you would like to share at this point? I think I've hit on pretty much everything. Um, I just think that, that people need to, to, to find the time and um, make yourself a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, if you feel good about yourself, you're going to feel good about other people. And if you take care of yourself, you can take care of other people. And uh, I want to continue to be strong and healthy, you know, going forward. And I can't imagine not having yoga as part of my life and achieving that. Yeah. Well, gosh, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your experience with us. Because I just know your words are going to inspire um, someone that maybe hasn't practiced in a long time to step back on the mat or someone that has yet to take up a practice but is curious about it or, you know, uh, maybe not brave enough yet to take that step and uh, that your words really will kind of push them in the right direction. So I sincerely appreciate your time. It was fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jan. Well, that was too fun. I loved what Jan had to say about how yoga helped her both before and after her knee surgery and the mobility and freedom she's found with the aid of her practice. She's a super cool lady, and I'm so glad we all got to learn from her yoga story. There are too many nuggets of wisdom coming from her in this one to count. Now, before you go, there are quite a few ways for you to connect with the Meet Me on Your Mat community. Take a live stream class, an online workshop, join us for book club, or peruse my longstanding blog. But the best way to connect with me is to become a Meet Me on Your Mat insider. And when you join, you automatically gain access to three free on-demand classes. Go to the show notes and you'll see the link to join. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you can, leave a review. I'll see you next week for another inspiring story from a yogi just like you. Until then, I look forward to the day I get a chance to meet you on your mat. <laughs>